listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenologyclub. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. Hello, and welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club, hosted by the wise and benevolent Buttress, a.k.a. Mate. How are you all doing out there in quarantine? What's going on? Where are you speaking to me from? Shout out. Shout out your city. Shout out your state. Shout out wherever the fuck you want. I'm in New York, also known as New Jersey. I refuse to admit to myself that I live in New York State. For any confusion that has caused, this is, this is my justification. I live in New Jersey. I just temporarily happen to inhabit New York fuck that um i'm in quarantine obviously we're in new york new york is uh the i think we're we're the we're the trenches yo in this war against coronavirus we're in the fucking trenches i got trench mouth all right we got people shouting out their cities we got la what's up la denver philly nice look at all these metropolitan areas latvia what's up latvia are you latvia from phenomenology club Kentucky, Kentucky, what's up, Tick? How you doing? I hope you're all safe. I hope you're all not infected. Um, I think I'm okay, but you know, I've heard, let's get conspiratorial. No, this isn't a conspiracy, but I've heard that in the places where they're doing testing, um, for the, where they're testing populations of people, uh, that might also have no symptoms, not just people who are like, you know, in the hospital, they're finding that I think up to as many half of those, uh, that are infected are completely asymptomatic. I'm not sure if that's the exact figure. Maybe if somebody knows it, they could tell me, I don't know if this is true. Look at me spreading misinformation, but I heard that in Iceland, they, uh, gave tests to like the entire population. And I think that was the figure It was like 40%, 50% of people who were infected had no symptoms. So shit, maybe even those of us who are feeling okay, feeling fine might also be infected. Um, and we know this already, right? This is part of why we're supposed to be staying inside because just because you feel fine doesn't mean you are fine, right? Who else? Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Nice. I was born in Pennsylvania, Delilah. So, uh, shout outs to you. Alaska. How's Alaska doing? Pittsburgh. Nice, nice. 
Well, I hope you're all doing well. Uh, like I've said before, for those of you who are new, if you join my club for only $1, Phenomenology Club, and come into our club discord, we have daily quarantine activities, including exercise regimens, which is a very important thing to be doing, right? While we're all inside and some of us are becoming stagnant, or at least we would become stagnant if we weren't in Phenomenology Club exercising daily together. It's fun and it's nice because for myself, I'm somebody who will like start an exercise program really enthusiastically and then after a few days, I just kind of like, I'm like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then those days kind of turn into every day and then I'm like, eh, maybe I'm not going to exercise ever again. But when you have a group and a group of people that are doing it all at the same time, I find that it's much easier to hold yourself accountable and you also hold others accountable, you know. As long as one person is enthusiastic, like, no, let's fucking do it. It's 7 p.m. It's time to shred with Jillian Michaels. Then I'm like, you know what? It is time to fucking shred with Jillian Michaels and get these rock hard motherfucking abs. Woo. So join my club. And like I've said, too, uh, for those of you who don't have the money, I know money is tight or don't have a credit card or something, uh, just let me know, however you would otherwise contact me. I do let people in uh, if they don't have it, because I don't really give a fuck. And it's only a dollar, okay, for the whole month. So fucking figure it out. Figure it out and get your ass in here. We also have a reading series. Yes, Elizabeth, tell them. Come shred with us, motherfuckers. That's right. What would Jillian Michaels do? She would shred. She would join the club and fucking shred. <laughs> um... Anyway, like I also said the other day, I've been uh, generally finding some difficulty in feeling like I have anything relevant to speak about in the midst of this global crisis. Because what could be more relevant than the fact that the entire global population, the entirety of all human civilization, is doing motherfucking battle with a motherfucking virus. What else is there to think about, right? But, you know, all types of things to think about are arising out of this specific circumstance and I'm trying to uh, grapple with some of them and I feel like I can grapple with them with all of you. I also said I'm trying to, I'm going to order a webcam. The webcam I have is shitty. I know that people are more likely to engage with these things if there's a video image of me because the aesthetic presentation is just so markedly different and the phenomena of the experience of being with me digitally is just so incredibly different. So I want to give you all that because I personally also prefer when there's a video image of a person speaking, especially for a thing like this which I think is very laissez-faire. Some of them are more like academic and maybe I'll speak about a specific philosopher or something. But generally, these are kind of this very informal group discussion type bullshit. What am I even saying? It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, one of the things I wanted to talk about, because one of the things I've been thinking about in response to this global pandemic is the phenomenal of conspiratorial thinking. Who the fuck is calling me? It's the FBI. They're like, don't do it, bitch. Don't fucking do it. FBI, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Leave me alone. So let's talk about conspiracies. Uh, Maxwell says, how long has this been on? Should you stay or wait for Spotify? Stay. I didn't even get into it yet. 
And also, those of you who don't know, yeah, these these are all uploaded to Spotify. Go to Spotify. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what the hyperlink is. It's called Phenomenology Club on there, too. So make sure you go subscribe. I know that it's easier to listen to those, especially for those of you who listen on your phone. You could put it in your pocket and not have to worry that the YouTube app will fucking pause or whatever the fuck be going on in your pocket. Anyway, let's talk about conspiracies because this is something that really fucking pisses me off. Uh, in many ways, um, especially right now, as we are grappling, my fellow humans and I, with this incredibly devastating disease that is just wiping us out by the thousands, infecting us by the tens of thousands. Actually, I mean, the death rate is already in the tens of thousands, right? Well, what is it now? I think last I checked, it was like 75,000 or something. What? What is it? Um, let's talk about about conspiracies because in the midst of this uh we're seeing all types of people at first it was the people i think who always jump on the conspiracy train the people who as soon as literally anything happens has to find some sort of conspiratorial reason for why it happened those people have always been doing that ever since day one ever since before day one ever since this shit started popping up in those Xinhua headlines over in china they already started with the conspiracies, but we're seeing more and more, even the people that I think are typically reasonable are starting to come to these sort of conspiratorial feelings about what exactly is happening. And why would that be? Why, as time goes on, are more and more people gravitating to conspiracy thinking in the midst of this pandemic? What do you guys think? What would be the reason for that? I'll tell you what I think the reason is. I think the reason that as time goes on, even our most typically reasonable peers are starting to gravitate to conspiratorial thinking is because the scale of this thing that we are all witnessing, this global pandemic of coronavirus, COVID-19, the scale of it has become so massive in a way that none of us could have ever envisioned. And the consequences of the scale of this thing are really so unique. This is something we have never experienced, especially myself. I'm speaking to you from New Jersey in the United States of America. I have never experienced nor ever thought I would experience something like this where people are just being unemployed, I think, by the millions. Uh, people are being told to stay home when the mode of living and existing in the United States of America, especially, is that you have to go out every fucking day and work for your fucking right to be alive. And now, what? Now I, I'm being told that to stay alive, I must stay home. I must not engage in the fucking, the fucking ways of capital acquisition. And that's how I stay alive? That's crazy because my whole life I was told that to stay alive, I must go out every day and fight for my fucking right to party. So what the fuck? This is a very strange and unique phenomena for many of us. And especially... The underlying cause for this set of circumstances, I, I mean, uh, a disease, 
what the fuck is disease, bitch? I live in 2020. When have I ever even had to give serious consideration to the possibility that a thing like disease would pose such a threat to my own personal existence and the existence of all those around me that we would have to do a thing like stay home in these mass numbers for weeks at a time, you know? Maybe a week, but where are we now? A month into this shit? It's crazy. Uh, looking at some of the, uh, the, the comments real quick. There's so many YouTubers and podcasters. I'm reading a comment. There's so many YouTubers and podcasters and Netflix specials about conspiracy and shit now. I think it's opened the doors for people who are into it because it's everywhere. They don't have to put the work in anymore. LOL. Ha. True. True. People are just staying home. Their minds are so open to media. They finally have the time to find Illuminati YouTube. Let the iris consume you, ooh, says. I told my mom I was making her a media literacy 101 presentation because she'd been pissing everyone off with her conspiracy theories. Uh. <laughs> Max Monk says a conspiracy theory might give some comfort in all the uncertainty it might give a feeling of control and that there is a solution I absolutely agree Max Monk and I think we should talk about it but I, what I wanted to say the first point that I think is interesting and something to really consider is what I was just kind of alluding to the idea that the scale of this thing is what's really kind of converting, quote-unquote, a lot of more reasonable people to start adopting more conspiratorial theories about what it is exactly we're experiencing. And that, I think, represents a fallacy in and of itself, right? Because, because what would be the reason that you feel a need to gravitate to conspiratorial thinking right the thing that is the impetus the impulse to start leading your mind in that direction would be because the scale of this thing is so massive i'm speaking specifically to um i the conspiracies i've begun seeing about well, they've been out there for a while, but I feel like they're gaining more prominence. Conspiracies, <laughs> conspiracies about this thing being an artificially constructed virus that is functioning essentially as a bioweapon, right? Um, why would you think that? You would only think that this thing might be some sort of biological weaponry because of the scale of its magnitude, right? Because what use would a biological weapon be if this thing only infected, what, a small village in the middle of China or something, you know, some, some faraway place where maybe it got out a little bit, but like, whatever, came and went like any other headline, you know, or, um... Yeah, the, the, so, so the only thing that I think is the impetus for people to think that this could be some sort of biological weapon is the fact that it has infected so many people on this global scale, right? But does that really make sense? Because then if that is the justification for you thinking this way, then, then you would have to concede that it's irrational. I mean, your, your entire argument hinges on this idea that it's irrational that this disease would have reached such a scale otherwise, right? That's the thing that you think is strange, that the disease has gotten to be this large, right? But is that rational? 
my brothers, my sisters? How does disease spread? And how does this disease spread? I mean, isn't one of its characteristics and the reason that it has become such a big fucking deal is the fact that it's so highly contagious? And not only that, but also so many of the carriers of it experience absolutely zero symptomology. Hmm? Hmm? Is, are these things possible? Are these things unlikely? Are these things any more or less likely than a thing like what we're experiencing? <laughs> I mean, or rather, are these things any less likely than, uh, than there being some massive biological weapon that some scientists up in some lab in fucking Wuhan decided to just unleash on the fucking world for what reason? Who fucking knows? Hmm? Hmm? Um, reading, reading. <clears throat> Les says, I think it's easier to believe that it was purposeful than accidental because it's scary to think about how little control we have over natural disaster. Yeah, Les, and I think that that ties directly to what Max said a moment earlier, that there's something comforting about coming to the feeling that this thing was done on purpose because it it establishes an element of control even if this element of control is outside of your hands it's comforting to know that there is one at play and i called this upload the church of conspiracy because i think that this idea especially and some other ideas run directly parallel to the kinds of ideas we see in religious thinking right to think specifically of the creation of the universe or the creation of the human race uh you know christians especially really harp on this idea when they speak to people about things like the big bang and evolutionary theory they're like how can you believe that this perfect thing i'm witnessing this this thing that works so intricately on so many levels the mechanics of every biological being and the way it all works together as an intricate system how could you think that this thing arose out of anything that wasn't purposefully created right and this is the same kind of sentiment we see outside of uh the same kind of sentiment we see from people who really are into things like simulation theory i mean simulation theory is basically the secular version of creationism right you're basically taking the same exact sentiment which is i don't know dude it's just too weird for me to think that this could have all come out of anything other than the hands of a creator it's too weird for me i have to come up with some justification that establishes some element of control very anthropomorphic control too i might add because this is really what's happening the idea that it has to it has to all whittle down to some intentional personality whether it's some fucking ancient prometheus type god coming up with us on a computer or it's fucking babu jibos and his god and his dad i mean creating us fashioning us out of the mud and breathing life into us like <laughs> you have to establish some sort of element of anthropomorphic control why is that comforting for people because it's something that they can relate to even if that thing is something, the thing that retains the control is not you, it's something that resembles you, right? 
God, even though Christians say that God is this other thing that is not humans, humans are so blah, 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 and God is so blah, blah, blah. When you read the Bible, I mean, God basically is a human, right? He's very anthropomorphic. And the Bible even says that he created us in his image. The same thing is true when we talk about things like simulation theory, when we talk about things like alien conspiracies and stuff. These aliens, these beings that come that came up with the simulation that created it and all of these sorts of theories these beings that this element of control is assigned to and all of these conspiracies really resemble us right i think that we find comfort in the anthropomorphizing of all of this kind of thinking you know not only did something consciously create us it's something that resembles us and i think that that's comforting in a, on a certain level it almost puts control in your hands a little bit because you can relate to this hypothetical figure in any of these conspiracies uh about something bigger than yourself but is like yourself having a hand in your creation right but i think that even though this is true that on some level it is some sort of grappling with control trying to feel as if you have some control too i think too that the thing that marks both religious thinking and conspiratorial thinking very much is this this element of having no control and it's very ascetic in this way shout outs Nietzsche ascetic is a concept I've spoken about many times on this channel I'll define it for anybody who's new here because hey we have 30 listeners right now it's usually something like 10 so what's up thanks for being here um let's define ascetic together for those of you who don't know we love the fucking dictionary and we love Merriam-Webster because Merriam-Webster is the coolest fucking dictionary ever so let, let's define it ascetic Ascetic. 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 I can't hear it, but it says that it's giving it to you. Great. Practicing strict self-denial as a measure of personal and especially spiritual discipline. Self-denial. When we use the word ascetic, we talk a lot about things like monks and nuns and other religious figures who basically, you know, give up something, make some sort of sacrifice and deny themselves, deny the human experience because... In various religions, these kinds of things are seen as inherently corrupt. These are things to transcend about the human experience. There are elements of the human experience we must willfully neglect and deny and really fight if we want to transcend them and become enlightened or become a fucking god. And this mode of thinking is very characterized by self-denial, self-doubt, and dare I say, self-hatred. It is human hating, and I feel like conspiracies work in this exact same way. Although I think it's true that on the one hand, people want to establish and maintain some sort of feeling that they have control, and that's why, you know, they come up with these systems where something, not you, but that resembles you, created this thing, so I can kind of understand why they would do it, because I would do it too, or some bullshit. I think it's also true that a lot of religions and conspiratorial thinking have to put this element of control into an external set of circumstances that you have no say in, because that's comforting too. The relinquishment 
relinquishment of power and of control is comforting because it takes less accountability off your shoulders and you are just an unwilling participant and your mode gets to be purely reactionary right you don't have to do anything because it's outside of your control and christianity all of these things are outside of your understanding and the same is true for this sort of thing you know if i if i don't feel if i feel powerless 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 in this set of conditions where we're grappling with this fucking virus you know it is comforting to me to basically uh you know say well all of this science all of this data all of these things that might better my understanding of the world this is difficult i don't want to read about this shit that's hard i'm going to (laughs) instead put faith in the idea that this is something else and everybody who's telling me that they know anything all these epidemiologists all these scientists all these politicians who i know have invested so much more time in these kinds of things than i have i am going to reject what they're telling me because fuck them why are they smarter than me they're not smarter than me no one's smarter than me they're all sheep they're all fucking sheep i'm going to put faith in this other this other thing because it makes me feel better for for one feeling like okay nobody really knows anything more than me so i am regaining some control but i'm also putting the control into something else no longer do i need to feel guilty that i don't understand this or that element of natural science i know absolutely nothing about the transmission of disease i know absolutely nothing about world economics i know absolutely nothing about socio-political history or anything don't look at me like that i'm fucking woody harrelson right now in 2012 spreading the good fucking word that's fucking right. Turn around. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I don't need to know about any of this shit. That shit is hard. I just need to tell myself that these people are all fucking stupid. And that I know everything. And what I do know is that nothing can actually be known. Because everything's a fucking conspiracy. How fucking convenient. Not only am I smarter than every world expert. I also don't have to worry about being too good at anything or knowledgeable about any topic because at the end of the day, too, these things cannot be known. What else could be so parallel to a thing like Christianity or any other religion or spirituality, really? This is how they all function. I mean, think of a thing like astrology. Astrology functions perfectly in this exact same way, you know? On the one hand, you establish a sense of control. You you say, you say draw parallels between things like astrology and astronomical science because astrology came out of astronomy right uh and you you're like okay well it's a science it's it's science but then when scientists tell you actually this is very unscientific yes it is based on real astronomical relationships and stuff like this but literally the kinds of astronomical relationships they're telling you exist actually don't then you're like well this stuff transcends science (laughs) So fuck you. I'm smarter than you. You're a fucking sheep. And I can't really tell you about what the fuck be going on. All I know is that it's real. It's real. It's fucking real. Um, 13 says, but yo, there's a lot of dirty dealings within the healthcare industry. Well, this, this, oh, and you also said, I think it's good to take heed to all information coming in, looking behind the curtain to see the source motives. Yes, well, I think that this is part of the difficulty with 
conspiratorial things, right? Because because what even is a conspiracy, you know? Let's ask the dictionary. Miriam, what's a conspiracy? Let's see. Conspiracy. 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 Definition number one. The act of conspiring together. Example sentence. They were accused of conspiracy to commit murder. 2A. An agreement among conspirators. Example. Uncovered a conspiracy against the government. B. A group of conspirators. A conspiracy made up of disgruntled aristocrats. Well, that's very interesting because the only thing that this really gives us when we look at the definition of conspiracy, really the thing that ultimately characterizes conspiracy, at least in the dictionary, is intention. There are some hidden motives, right? Uh... And we know for a fact, especially uh, those of us who are members of uh, <laughs> citizens of the United States, we know that uh, these kinds of things are very real, right? And a lot of what we are given at face value is deceptive. There's hidden motives behind so many things, especially in our corrupt as fuck motherfucking nation, where not only do our authority figures lie to us, they also go into other countries and do all types of fuckery and then try to make it look like something else is happening. There's all types of verifiable reasons to believe in this or that conspiracy because they've been proven to be true we know for a fact that the powers that be not only in our country but in countries around the world and not only countries but you know corporations scientific institutions religious institutions all types of these institutions that are always doing whatever the fuck they can in the world and are so highly influential a lot of them have hidden agendas hidden motives so it's not totally erroneous at face value to believe in a thing like conspiracies period right conspiracy there have been many conspiracies and there continue to be and there will be so how do we parse then through this kind of a thing this kind of a phenomena right if we know for a fact that there is plenty of verifiable good reasons to doubt uh, governments not only our government but you know and to doubt really any institution of anything uh, then how do we try to parse through this set of conditions or reality? Hmm? 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 Clearly, the same way that we parse through fucking any other rational problem, right? We must weigh the evidence. The evidence suggests to us, we already know, we just said it, that there are plenty of reasons to allow for the possibility of any phenomena as having some sort of ulterior motives underlying it especially as it relates to a thing like global politics or any sort of politics right so there are reasons at baseline to entertain this right but then we need to have reasons to entertain any other one so when when some sort of specific conspiracy arises we must grapple with it specifically <laughs> right what else are we gonna fucking do someone was talking earlier about the media mistrusting the media you know um absolutely i think you need to diversify your media and i think that you need to 
you need to read all of it with a grain of salt and put faith in yourself, the thinker, the observer, the cognizing being who ultimately holds the responsibility of coming to the best decision for what you will eventually internalize and integrate into your own worldview, right? You have to be the thinker. And so even if some media organization, some person has has uh, done so many things, nine out of ten times accurately, and you appreciate everything they have ever told you, even that person you should approach with great skepticism. You need to be culminating, my human peers, a skill set for yourself so that you can successfully parse through any sort of logical problem or question that reveals itself to you. Such as, what the fuck is going on in 2020? <clears throat> Phil says, Phil Mitchell before crack. I think the fact that America is as corrupt as it is, conspiracy theories, in parentheses, the dumb ones, seem way easier to ferment and spread. If you can't trust any facet of your government, then nothing can be trusted except whatever you want to believe. That's true, but I think you also need to trust yourself, you know. Um, an example would be like 9-11, okay. 9-11 is a thing that has spawned so many conspiracies, right? Um, and like, what is the conspiracy? What is the thing that people, or, or what are the conspiracies and the kinds of questions that arise out of thinking on them? For me, 9-11 as a conspiracy, to speak of what you just said feel that our government is so corrupt i do not doubt for one second that our government is so corrupt that they would not give half a fuck if it benefited them to do a thing like you know uh take down the world trade center themselves because it serves this or that purpose and it helps instigate a war and this or that right i have no doubts in my mind that they are that corrupt but the thing that makes me pause uh when it comes to a lot of 9-11 conspiracies is because I have to think about what is more likely. Is it more likely that the government would take on such an arduous task for itself, a thing like orchestrating this fucking terrorist uh, action, this f huge terrorist fucking whatever, airplane shit, bombing, whatever people think it is, do I think that that's more likely? Or do I think maybe uh, if I felt any element of 9-11 was conspiratorial, uh, maybe I would believe instead that since the government is so corrupt, yeah, maybe it's likely that they felt like something was going to happen and, like, lacks their fucking security, <laughs> you know? You have to think, too, like, how powerful do you think these powers that be are? I don't really think our government is half as responsible or capable of organizing and orchestrating a thing like 9-11. I just don't think they got it like that. Sorry, United States, but you suck. Like, I don't think you're smart enough. I don't think you're well-organized enough. I don't think you work enough as a coherent body to pull off something of that magnitude i do believe that maybe you just fucking slacked and maybe you slacked i don't know maybe you slacked because you were like you know what it'd be kind of cool if we got bombed by these guys because <laughs> we could do this or that i don't know i'm just pulling shit out of my ass right now but you know actually have you seen that show on netflix terrorism close encounters i think it's called or close calls that show is hilarious and watch that if you need to uh get on my level a little bit <laughs> because 
when you see, when you observe how irresponsible our government is, I mean, they're undoubtedly so corrupt, but you have to remember that our government is also really not half as well organized as they would like to make you seem like to make it seem they don't have half as much control as they like to make it seem in this show that i'm talking about terrorism close encounters it's ridiculous like it's about like stopping these these huge uh acts of terrorism at the last minute um half of them were like because of accidents like they were like they had no idea that like this or that skyscraper was about to be blown up or this guy was going to blow up the mlk parade or whatever these the government really is not nearly as in control as you think they are and that's why i find it so hilarious these endless memes about like the fbi guy in your phone or like if you say i'm gonna bomb something and people are like oh my god now i'm being tracked no you're not fucking being tracked you know how many you you know how many dumb how much dumb shit is typed into the internet every fucking day hello everybody who types something like i'm gonna bomb this i'm gonna shoot up that i'm gonna kill this person you really think the government has that much control or power that they can just track every time that happens they don't give a fuck about you you're nothing to them. You're nothing except your fucking wallet. They don't give a fuck. Calm down. The government is, is... They wish they had the kind of control and scale to follow and track every time somebody said this or that on the internet. Like, it's really not that fucking hard to get away with a lot of this shit. Uh, I think, too, m- perhaps the reason that people feel like the government must must be tracking and tracing everyone who's ever typed any sort of terrorist sentiment into a fucking box on the internet is also because the phenomena of of the fact that there's not bombings literally every fucking day in America, I think is kind of uh amazing and the government doesn't want you to know the actual truth which is that most people don't want to be terrorists most people don't want to bomb the brooklyn bridge most people don't want to do these things most people don't want to kill other people isn't that amazing even if the reason that they don't want to do this is that they don't want someone to do it back to them or they don't want to go to jail it's ultimately inconsequential but but it's it's much more beneficial for the government to have a population of people that think everything is in their control. They they are the puppets behind everything and they make everything happen. When the reality is, it's actually quite a wonder. It's really amazing that society can function at all. The way they would want you to think is that at any moment, some crazy guy is just going to bust in and blow everything up. But they're in control, guys. Don't worry. We're watching everything. We're following everyone. No, they're not. They wish. They wish they could. They can't. You know why? Because there's a bunch of fucking pussies. Phil Mitchell before crack says, Watch a video of Chomsky explaining why the White House doing 9-11 is absurd and laughable. He completely shreds it. I will do that. I will do that. Um... Zensei says, think about how many opportunities there are right now with the plummeting house market, housing market, stock share prices lowering, businesses selling for cheap to recoup money, and also the millions corporations. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think it's funny that out of all these conspiracies I've seen, I haven't seen one person suggest that maybe this is the workings of some, like, communist faction, you know? Even as it relates to the Chinese shit, it's funny because if anything is most likely, if somebody told me, listen, 
Bethany. This is a conspiracy. You figure it out. Figure out who did this. Because someone did this. I would assume it was like communists or something because... <laughs> Look, we're basically being forced into more socialist modes. Government giving out checks and shit. I'm sure soon they'll have to give us, like, food. We'll all have to get food stamps or something. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Who fucking knows? But, like, if anything, I would think that it's the workings of some, like, revolutionary group trying to throw out the shackles of capitalism. You know, shit. I was just watching What's-His-Name last night talking about how, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that we'll probably never, we'll never, uh, go back to the way things were. I mean, no matter what, no matter how much further, oh, Zizek, that's what I'm thinking of, sorry, Zizek was talking about how it's kind of crazy that this specific set of circumstances, which no one had could have ever predicted, has made us uh, start to come into modes that kind of resemble communism. And no matter how far we have gone right now, uh, the damage is done. We will never go back to the way things were. Uh, I think that the longer this continues, the longer and the more extreme the repercussions of it will be. Maybe many of them will end up being good things. I think that... You know, whatever happens after this is either going to be good in the sense that maybe we'll start to, oh, I mean, we're already starting to see more conversations about how we need universal health care, maybe even literally universal health care, maybe even globalized health care. Maybe we need uh, the right to housing. Maybe we need this or that, you know, maybe the gov uh, government will listen to its citizens, don't count on it, but maybe, you know. Maybe we'll start to see us acquire these kinds of things and universal uh, incomes and maybe we'll finally make the minimum wage uh, account for things like inflation, shit like this. On the other hand, I think also it could just get 10 times fucking worse, which probably is more likely, let's just be real, uh, because our government doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> So, what you gonna do? Elizabeth says, Phenomenology Club made Corona. That's fucking right. And you know what? You know what it does that they haven't realized yet? You know what coronavirus really exists for? You know what its end goal is? It makes everyone gay. <laughs> You're all gonna be gay. Phenomenology Club is the gay agenda. Get ready. Ah, 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 ah. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I've said what I need to fucking say. Anyone else have any ideas before I get out of here also about uh, what kinds of things I should continue talking about? What kinds of things have you been thinking about in the midst of corona? I want to keep talking. And I'm going to get this fucking webcam, like I said, because I know I've already asked you guys that you like you like it more when there's a video. You feel like I'm right there with you with my cute little fucking face. I'll give you all fucking hugs. Boop, boop. Anyway, let me know. Um, please give me a thumbs up. If I get a thumbs up, my views do better. Give me thumbs up. And please come into the fucking Phenomenology Club Discord for only $1. And read with us, do yoga with us, shred with us and Jillian Michaels. We're about to shred with Jillian Michaels, our lesbian fitness queen. I hope you're all being safe. I'll be back soon. I'm already, I'm coming back. I'm recalibrating. I have lots of ideas about what 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 kinds of things can be relevant and what we're all thinking about together as we fight against this motherfucking disease 
I'll see you all later. Be safe. Wash your fucking hands, you filthy fucking animals. Goodbye.